You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Yes, I'm 
Thessalonians and chapter 2 says that when you receive the word not as though it's in a human form so not like it's from a man but as though it is the word of God it works in you who believe how many of you want the word of God to work in your life then I thought by now you'd be screaming and putting your hands together as we welcome our pastor Bishop Richard
Father, we want to thank you for the blessing of being in a new year and the blessing of gathering together. Thank you for your mighty hand that has worked out a wonder of a church to bring us together and to give us a family. I pray, Father, that you speak to us today. May your voice be clear. May your voice come with power. And may your words change us today, O oh God. Let there be a change, a permanent change, as we hear your voice and we hear your word, Lord. Thank you for the blessing of preaching. Thank you for the blessing of hearing your message, Lord. Save us, heal us, strengthen us by the teaching and the preaching of your word, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who is here with us, Lord, to comfort us and to direct us. In Christ Jesus' name I pray, and all shall say, Amen. amen. A better amen. amen. An amen like greater love, people. Fantastically beautiful. Take your hands. Take your take your what? Take your seats. Not take your hands. Somebody said take your hands the other day. Ah, give your hands. Yes, give your hands. Okay, give your hands. Give your hands. Okay, give your hands and take your hands. Okay, turn your Bibles to Malachi chapter three. Yes. Are you all in church? Okay. Are you excited to be in 2022? I think this is our second Sunday in 2022, isn't it? But our first Sunday here. Okay, so it's a blessing. It's a blessing too. Christmas really goes very quickly, isn't it? It's like, life has, life has started again. It's like, yeah. Because there are some people who are already preparing for exams. Yes, I'm, I'm really feeling sorry for them. I we are chewing chicken and kebab. Their minds are on exams. So then suddenly it's like one weekend passes, the next thing is you see them packing their bags and running out of the house. We are going to go and study. <laughs> Forgive. But you will do well. Amen. You will excel. This shall be your year of promotion. Amen. May you be promoted into good things. Hey, may you experience good things. May you have good things. May you hear good things. May you see good things. Yes, may God be with you. It's a new year. 2022. Wow. It's a blessing. What a blessing. So have you found Malachi chapter 3? Our screen is still not working. It's still scanning for devices. Okay. So in Malachi chapter 3, so this is a year of what? Um, seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. Meaning that our prophetic direction is that we'll be sowing seeds. And also, you should be mindful that the seeds you sow have a corresponding harvest. Do you understand? Do you understand? So it's like, be very mindful that you have to be sowing seeds. 
you have to be planting seeds, you have to be planting seeds. That's different type of seeds. Seeds, seeds come in the form of different ways and different forms. And also, you have to be mindful of the fact that the seeds that you are sowing always have a corresponding harvest. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. The, what, the decisions you take, the actions you take, the things you do, the things you say, the things you, the things you don't even say. You understand? For, for instance, there are, some, there are people who don't say thank you. There are people who say thank you, and there are people who don't say thank you. So even, that's what I'm saying, for even the things that you don't say, it's a seed. So even when you have to say thank you, and you don't even say thank you, it's a seed. When you even have to act thank you, and you don't even act thank you, you act instead of, instead of acting like, you know, you've been blessed, you've been favored, you've been helped, you act as if you've rather been disadvantaged. That's the ungrateful person. That's the ungrateful person. The ungrateful person doesn't see good things and doesn't see help. There's always sees, always sees um, um, what, what has not been done instead of seeing what has been done. But in life, there's always, there's always what has been done and there will always be what has not been done. So you choose which one you would like to focus on. You just choose it. You just choose the influence. Those who focus on what has not been done are the ones who are all usually unhappy and unlucky and grumpy and depressed because they don't see what has been done. They always see what is yet to be done or what has not been done that they feel should have been done. So even though there's something to say thank you about, they say nothing. But what I'm saying to us is that remember that um, with, our, with our prophetic direction for the year, you have to be mindful. You have to be very mindful that what you are doing, what you are saying, you are going to reap it because it's seed time and Harvest. Look, look at um, Genesis chapter 8 and verse um, 22. Genesis, 28, Genesis 8 and verse 22 before we come back to um, Malachi chapter 3. It says that while the earth remaineth, is the earth still there? Are you still on earth? I usually like to tell people to check whether they're on earth so you can stamp your feet and see. Yeah. Uh huh. You see that you're on earth. Can you see that you're on earth? You're not, you're not checking. Check. Everybody, check. 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 Yes. We're young, check. There are no diplomats here. Are there, are there diplomats here? Even if you're a diplomat, you are young. You're young and flexible. So we can, we can stamp our feet and check. Anything we, we are told to do, we do. Okay? No, there, there are, no, there are no, no big money here. Okay? Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. So, it says that while the earth remaineth, while the earth remaineth, while the earth remaineth, so long as we are on the earth, so long as we are, we are, we are here on the earth. Check again. Are you on the earth? Check again. Check again. Are you on the earth? You're on the earth. Okay. Okay. Can you feel that you're on the earth? Yes. So, it says that so long as you are here, anytime, anytime you have any doubt about it, whether, whether these principles and things apply. Just check whether you are still on earth. Check, check again, check. Check, yes. Uh-huh. Can you feel that you're on the earth? You are there. 
Okay, you're here. So, while, while the earth remaineth, as long as we are on earth, the scripture is saying that seed time and harvest also cold and heat. It's cold today, isn't it? Yes. It's cold. Yes. So there are times when it's cold. It's not because you are not well. But it's because it's, it's cold. So as you see, if, if during the summertime, when you are feeling cold, it means you are not well. Uh-huh. Yes. But now, when you are feeling cold, it's because it's cold. Yes. Because it's cold. I mean... And then, and then it's cold now. So if you are feeling hot, it actually means that you are not well. Uh-huh. Do you get the difference? Yes. yes. I saw some people wearing t-shirts singing and I was wondering, are they okay? Yeah, I can't see them again. But I saw some, I saw some guys in t-shirts. I was wondering, are they okay? I mean, how? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've grown old now, so. Maybe when you are young, you feel, you feel extra heat. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. But I was, I mean, my only thoughts was, are they okay? I mean, it's like, it's like, why? Why? Why 9th January? Why are you in t-shirt? <laughs> 9th January. 9th. The 9th of January. In the United Kingdom. No, in other, can- in other countries, it's Hamatan. Yeah. That's serious heat. I mean, real heat. Yes. Last year, last year, yes, last year by this time, I was in Ghana. Yes. That's in Ghana. And it was, it was hot. I mean, hot. Yes. It is the same now. <laughs> so anyway, I'm explaining to you, Cold, sit especially cold and heat. That there's cold and heat. There's heat as, as well. Summer and winter. Okay, we experience summer and winter. Then we experience day and night. Shall not cease. Shall not cease. It's like it's like it's not it's not something that's going to happen for a season or for some dispensation or for some group of people. So long as the earth remaineth, you have to know that as for seed, seed time and harvest, it will always be there. It will always be there. If you are experiencing day and night, you should know that you are also experiencing seed time and harvest. Yes. Does that also help? Once, any time you wake up, it's day. And then you, you go through the day, suddenly you see that it's night. Then it means that seed time and harvest is also still active. So you have to now be very mindful of the seeds that you are sowing. You have to keep asking yourself, what type of seeds am I sowing? You know, one interesting thing is that one interesting thing is that people are not very mindful of seeds that they sow and things that they do. So when harvest time comes, sometimes they are surprised. Sometimes they are disappointed. Sometimes they are not, they are not happy. Sometimes they, they wonder, it's like, why, why am I experiencing this? You see, you are ex- anything you experience in this life, most likely you have sown the seed. Or somebody has sown the seed and you seem to be in, the, in a family or a group. That's what's making you reap what you are reaping. 
Yes. Sometimes people want to be happy. They want to be happy in their relationships. They want to be happy at that, but they don't sow seeds of happiness. Yes. When you, if you constantly sow seeds of correction, rebuke, discussion of issues, who is ever, who is ever happy? Who is ever happy in such a climate? The correction. Don't do this. Do that. Be like this. You, see, you, you may not be, but you are sowing a seed. You are sowing a seed of tension and stress. And you are not good. Anytime you correct someone, what you also saying to the person, you are not good enough. So you, ha- you actually have to be very, very careful when you are going to correct someone. Because you are sowing a seed. You are actually telling the person you are not good enough. That's why, that's why it can't be the song you sing all the time. When once in a while you throw in a correction, you have a better atmosphere. But people who are always correcting, what they, what they reap is tension. Because when your corrector comes, you'll be tense around the person. You can't joke with the person. You can't give the person a, a slap and say hi. Because there's no, there's no relaxation. Yeah, so even when you yawn, you be told, cover your mouth, cover your mouth. Uh-huh. So, brothers, if you want to be happy in your home, sow happy seeds. Yes, yes. You want a happy wife? You want a happy beloved? Sow happy seeds. Sow happy seeds. Say nice things. Yes. Don't always say, no, no, I don't like this hairstyle. Change it to that one. Look. Sometimes their hairs, they themselves are confused about the hair. So when you see her in the season of a hair that is not working, don't say anything. You can't say something all the time. You can't say something all the time. Sometimes they themselves, I know, they are not sure. They are not sure what hair to wear. <laughs> yeah, as long as they just feel tired. Look, let me just put this thing on and just go. Uh-huh. Just that sometimes some of them also they, they this thing to go, it becomes it becomes the norm. So those are the ones who have to be corrected. No, you can't you also can't be that type of person for eight months of the year. Uh-huh. Yes. But even with that type of person, you even have to understand the personality. Because there are personalities that don't really care much about things. They don't care much. She's not like your mom. Maybe your mom cared, but she doesn't really care much. She's easygoing. That's why you even like her, because she's happy. She's just a happy girl. You've forgotten that you liked a happy girl. The happy girl doesn't care much about a lot of things. Those who, I just told you, those who care a lot about things right and wrong are not happy people. Yes, they are not happy people. Because they are very particular. It's like, is it right? Is it wrong? Am I going to make a mistake? I mean, how many people have seen a teacher? I mean, there are some teachers here. Who is, who is always happy in the presence of your teacher? You're not happy in the presence of your teacher. Because she's your corrector. Yeah, she's your corrector. She'll say, quiet. Quiet. You see, she'll, she'll just stand and look in front of her and say, Year 10s, could you please be quiet? That's it. How can you be happy with such a person? 
when I, when I grew up and I discovered that my teachers were young men and young women, I actually asked myself, oh, but why were they bossing us around like that? Because when I grew up, I discovered, no, they were in their 20s, early 20s, and they were shouting at us. And we were afraid. They themselves have problems that from whom? As they've come. So now they bring their problems on us. You see, the day has just started. You haven't done anything. And she's shouting at us. Why? Okay. Okay. Now that I've got your attention, let's go back to the message. Yes. Initially, you look cold. I think now you've warmed up. So, yes. So, you see, I've sown seeds of happiness. So, I deserve happiness for the rest of the sermon. Yes. This one, I am demanding an instant harvest. So, all of you came here grumpy with you, even as I'm talking, you folded your hands and sitting there, loosening up immediately so that I can preach. Yes. Okay, so, Malachi chapter 3. Okay, Malachi chapter 3. Yeah. I mean, you can see that the seeds I planted, I'm, I'm gaining. Yes, aha. Fantastic, yes. You didn't know I was sowing seeds. I was sowing seeds of happiness. Because some of you look too tense. Yes, you look too tense. Yes. I'm not even going to learn how to sow seeds of happiness. It's all seeds of correction. Where are you? Where are you now coming? You said five o'clock. It's now five o five. I mean, come on, come on. Are you a robot? Come on, relax. You have to learn to relax in life. Yes. Yeah. So there are people who are always looking for happiness, but they don't sow seeds that bring happiness. This all seeds that bring tension. Yes. Yeah. Seeds of tension. There's always tension. When is the next correction coming? When is the next coming? It's like having a, a very strict parent. Even when, the, even when the parent becomes happy, you see that everybody is looking. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like the person is the only happy person in the house. Because nobody understands. It's like, even the children, you'll be looking at each other and say, what's happening? It's like, what's happening today? She seems happy. What's, what's happening? No, today he's happy. It's like, it's like today, today that, that is happy. It's like, you have to think before you realize that it's a joke. You have to laugh. Because you are not used to daddy's jokes. Because he has not sown that seed. He's been sowing seeds of correction. And seeds of tension. And seeds of stress. And pressure. Yes, pressure. You know, there's a choir staff been looking for. I can't, I have not seen it in a long while. Who is in charge of the choir? Okay. I'll have to ask you after church who that person is. (laughs) 
seats of seats of tension. <laughs> okay. No, I just I just remembered. That's why I said I just remembered. So Malachi 3 and verse 14. So today I, I, I want to talk to you briefly about the seed of serving the Lord. The seed of serving the Lord. Okay. So this year, this year I want to encourage you to sow seeds. Amongst the other seeds you'll be sowing, sow the seeds of service to God. Serving God. Make sure that a good portion of your time of your, what are the components of serving, of, of offering service? Time, intelligence, that is your brains. You use your brains. You say you use your brains, your intelligence. You use, you use your money. Yes, you use your money. When you're going for, when you're quiet, when you're going for rehearsals, don't you, don't you pay on your way to rehearsals, Yes. Sometimes you have to call an Uber, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Sometimes you have to tap. When you tap, they take some money out, isn't it? Yes. Tap, 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 like that. Yes. Tappings. Yeah, they are tap. And I didn't tap out. Uh, they took 11 pounds 40. Yes. Instead of 2 pounds 40. Yes. 11 pounds 40. Hmm. No problem. I'm not complaining. I saw the seed of not tapping out, so. What am I saying? Apart from 11 pounds 40. Yes, your money. Yes. So you have have to be ready to, you have to spend money. Serving God costs money. Yes. I've spent money to be here. I've spent money. I don't have to tell you how much, but I've spent money to be here. Yes, I, 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 how many of you know that this is not my house? <laughs> yes, I've also come. I've come from somewhere. Yes, I've come. I've arrived. I've, arri- I've arrived here. So I've also spent money to be here. So you spend, you spend money to serve God. You spend what? Intelligence. Then I, I think the big one will be maybe your time. That is like, do you have time for God? Do you have time? Has, has God got a slot? In your, in your life, in your week, in your day. Time. And then, and then, and then, I think that's, then, then comes, I think, the energy. Because you'll be tired. Anywhere you work, you are, you'll be tired. That's your energy. You'll be tired. You must be tired for God. My best, my best, my best days are like Sunday nights, into Monday mornings because when I feel the tiredness and I ask myself, why, why am I so tired? I say, I say to myself, I'm tired for God. I'm tired for Jesus. Yes. But you see, I'm very happy that what has made me tired is service to God. He says, so you see, I'm saying these things to you to say to you that if you want to know, if you want to know whether really you are sowing the seed of serving God, then check. What have you been using your intelligence on? The brains that God has said. Have you, which part of it have you used to help the, if you like, even the service? Even the service. Which part of your brains is in the service? 
can see your thinking. Which part, which part of your brains is in the service? Which part of your energy is in the service? How tired are you because of the service? Or because of the things of God? Then your time, how much of your time has been taken? My whole Sunday is taken for God. My whole Sunday is taken for God. So anyway, you are still here, isn't it? So, it's, it's, it's a year to serve. You have to sow the seeds of serving. So, you have to check. Maybe, maybe you are good at giving offerings. You are good at paying tithe. You are good at doing this. All the other things that we could ever mention. But when it gets to serving God, time, money, intelligence, your intelligence, your intelligence has to show in the dancing skills. If you have intelligence for dancing, we have, to, we have to see it and feel it. Yes. In choosing uniform. Yes. I like the pulpit stars today. Do you enjoy them today? Yeah, today I like them. Yes. Yeah. Especially that cool one who came at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm going to buy those trainers that he's wearing. So I'll also come. <laughs> yes. So here. Okay. Now we are closing. Now, what do you think I've been doing all along? I've been preaching. So verse 14 says that you have said it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept this ordinance? And that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts. It's like somebody saying that it is vain to serve God. But it is not vain to serve God. Then, keep going, verse 15. And now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. Verse 16. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Verse 17. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels and I'll spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Verse 18. They then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. You know, you know, you know one of the things that strikes strikes me in this passage is that in this in this world, it's not just the rich and poor. It's not just black and white or green and blue. It's not just educated and uneducated. It's not just tall and short. It's not, it's, not, it's not some of the uh, uh, categories that we have, but one of the key categories that exist in this life is those who serve God and those who serve him not. There are those who serve God, even in the church. There are those who serve God and there are those who serve him not. There are people, there are people in church who don't serve God. They come to receive. It's like, God must do something for me. How do I know? How do you, you can even tell that in the moment when they don't get some things, you can see their disappointment. 
It's as though, it's as though God owes them and God didn't do it. So you see those who serve God and those who don't serve and those who are into serve, let's do something for God. Let me give my time, my intelligence, my energy, my energy, my time, my money. Let me use it to serve God. And then those who don't. These are the two groups that exist. Those who serve and those who serve him not. Because there are people who serve God and there are people who don't serve God. There are people who, make, who won't make an effort for God. To make an effort for God. To even improve on their service for God. You know, in the secular organizations and places, they always, they always check in on their service the, service, the service that they provide. It's like, is it getting better? Is it getting better? They need feedback. They want you to say this. Um, how are you treated? I mean, Amazon, when you buy anything, they, they come back. They come back. They're always flooding your uh, um, inbox. Um, this item that you bought, what do you think? Four, do you want four star, three star, two star? One star, what do you think? Everybody's like, so, so what about, how, how much more, how much more the house of God? How much more the house of God? You see, today I'm commenting about pulpit stars. Because when I come to church, I, I, I want to see improvement on things. The people who are giving themselves to what they do, they will improve on it. And I hope my preaching is also improving. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether you give me four star, five star, three star, one star. I, I don't know. I mean, yes. No problem. Let's, let me allow God to decide. Yes. Yes. God will be my judge. Yes. I don't want to cash my check here. I want to cash, cash my check in heaven. Yes. So, everything, you have to be improving if you are serving God. That you have to be improving on what you are doing. If you used to bring five people, you have to aim to bring ten. If you don't bring anybody at all, aim to bring one. Yes. You have to, if you are a basenta leader, there has to be improvement. 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 Because God is also blessing you. Yes. You saw the sisters uh, uh, singing. Today, today is uh, her last day of singing as a, a single girl. Next week, next week she'll not even have time to sing for us. She'll be singing somewhere else. Other songs. asking from here is that now that God has also blessed you when you come back may your singing also be different yes the singing should be different we should feel that she's so grateful to God for what God has done for her that's all we're asking Mm, is that not what we're asking that's what we're asking that's all we're asking that's all we're not asking much because next week we know you she won't sing for us so no problem we have planned in our heads what we will do uh, who will sing for us no problem but what we are saying is that when she goes to sing wherever she's going to sing and whatever song she's going to sing there when she finishes she comes back she should sing better here uh-huh. so I will know that she's grateful to God 
Yes. Thank you very much for helping me communicate my message to our dear sister. Yes. So, there are those who serve God. So, how many of you are going to join those who serve God? Those who serve God. Only 16 people. Okay, how many of you are going to join and how many of you are going to continue serving God? There are still some people who don't belong anywhere. So, what, what will you be doing? Hey. Okay, so, let me tell you a couple of things that we close, okay? So, all of us here, all of us here must join the army of serving God. Now, when all of us join the army of serving God, what happens, this is what happens, this is what happens. What happens is that we have two groups of people who are serving God. Because everybody, everybody cannot, cannot, Gene, why are you smiling? Everybody cannot be employed by the church. Do you understand? When you are employed, it's called full-time. No. So you see, let me, let, me, let me make something clear. Let me make something clear. Usually, people give themselves to things that they feel or think that they should be paid for. It's like when I'm paid for it, then I'll do it at a certain level. When I'm not paid for it, I won't do it at that level. But everybody cannot be paid. If we pay, you will be bankrupt. Do you, do you know that? Do you know that? We, everybody can't be paid for what we do and for what we are going to do in the house of God. So there's going to be a large army. That is, the majority of us are going to be ordinary men. Ordinary men who serve God. Ordinary men. Ordinary people. Ordinary people. Ordinary people who serve God. Ordinary. You cannot wait for a paycheck before you serve God. And before it's like it's like it's like walking on the pavement in London and you see somebody collapse and you say that you are not a paramedic, so you won't help the person. That's why that's why a lot of people are trained to offer first is it first aid? Is it first aid? Yeah, first aid, yes, first aid. That's um, first help. Yes. How many of you have that training? So if someone collapses now, you can help the person to come back to life. Okay. Yes. Then we are safe. You can try. You've never done it before, but you can try, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But are you paid for it? Is that your job? Yes, but it's, it's, it's something that you, 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 you have learned so that you can help. Yes, yeah, so that you can help. So you are an ordinary person. You are not called doctor. You are not called a nurse. You are not called a paramedic. You don't have you don't have any background to it. But at least, as an ordinary person, you can help revive somebody. Is it? You can try. At least you try and hope that it will work. Because as you lift up your hands, I can see from your face that if you are lifting, I say that, hey, I've been trained, but I've never done it before. Because even when you were being trained, you were hoping that it would never happen. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. And I know that there are people who also will not like to collapse in your presence. <laughs> yes. 
But anyway, so there could be a large army. In fact, if everybody here must have a mind that I am going to be part of that army of ordinary people serving God. Ordinary people serving God. Ordinary people. That's why we have a saying that one, one member, one bus. When we say bus, it's not, it's not like driving a van to church. It means human beings in the bus, human beings. That you are bringing human beings to church as an ordinary person. As an ordinary person. You don't have to, you don't have to be paid. Even, even if you are, even you are paid, you don't even be happy with what you'd be paid for. Someone came for an interview. Someone came for an interview once for, uh, for full-time ministry. And he was told, he was told because he had a job. He had a job, had a good job. And he was told that your salary is going to be your tithe that you pay now. Do you still want to come? Later on, I heard him speaking and saying that, you know, when he was talking, he thought, he thought, I don't know that he thought it was, but it's as though he thought it was a joke. He said, when he came, he discovered that it's true. His tithe he used to pay has now become his salary. Do you understand? Do you understand your tithe is your salary? So you will see that already just by, just by what I have said, it's, it's better not to come, isn't it? Yes, just stay where you are and let's happily work together as ordinary men, ordinary men, ordinary men. Because it's a calling. It's a calling in, to come into full-time ministry. And everybody may not have that grace. You may not even have the heart for it. Just, as, just from starting from the lowest and the non-essential point of even salary. It's the lowest and the most, most non-essential thing. It's money. And already I'm telling you that what you earn now, when you say all tithes stand to your feet, what you, you stand is that you are giving to God. That is what, that is, that is, that is going to be your salary. Yes. Yes. And it's true. And it's true. That's what it will be. What are you thinking about? Your tithe. Yes. That's why when you see somebody cross over into you, should have, you, should, you should just respect the person. That's why just tell the person, look, what you're doing me, I can't do. So you'll be there and be collecting our tithe. <laughs> yes, living off, living off what is our tithe. Yes. Huh. I like when I say some things that you are thinking. You know, I can tell when you're thinking. You're, you're really thinking. Yeah, but that's what it is. That's why you, 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 that's when you see, when you see somebody thinks that, no, it's different. And they try. And they discover that this is what it is. The thing, it's not, it's not what I thought it was. It's not what I thought it was. So we are going to have a sea of ordinary men. Now, the word, another word for ordinary men is laymen. 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 That is people who don't have a particular skill or a special skill to do anything. Like if you are, if you are administering uh, that thing to bring someone back to consciousness, you're a lay person doing it. You're a lay person doing it. You don't, you don't, work, you don't work for um, NHS. Yes, you're a lay person who is trying to save a life. So be a lay person trying to save a soul. 
who is saving a soul and who can save a soul. Now, two things I want to tell you today, perhaps three. Two things I want to tell you today is that when we become an army of laymen, an army of ordinary people, one of the things that we trigger is that we trigger the principle of sacrifice. The principle of sacrifice, which is part of Christianity. So in your service to God, be mindful, be mindful of sacrifice. Have that mind that if I am I'm a dancing star, are you paid to be a dancing star? Is, is dancing your, your, your profession? Do you have a degree in dancing? The last time I met somebody who even had a degree in dancing, the person couldn't even dance. No, the person couldn't dance. The person could sing, but not dance. But had a degree in dancing, but couldn't dance, could sing. Yes. Not dancing, singing. You know, I say dancing, any type of dancing, couldn't dance. Yes. Anytime I saw her attempt dancing, I just say, Look, off the stage, off the stage, just come and sing. Just sing, okay? Just stay with singing. Yes. So you are, you are lay dancers, isn't it? Lay dancers. When you finish your work, whatever you do, then you stand in your room, then you start doing chiki 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 Maybe I'll, I, if you give me a million pounds, I'll try. I'm <laughs> 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 if you know if you give me a million pounds, I'll go and hide somewhere. I'll go and hide. I'll go on a retreat. <laughs> hey, by the time I come back, you'll see me. <laughs> I'll do all. <laughs> Just make sure whilst I'm dancing, the million pounds is visible. <laughs> that every move, when I turn like this, I'll see million pounds, yes. <laughs> then you know that, yes, the guy is dancing. <laughs> but it is, it is, it is, it triggers and brings into the church the life of sacrifice which is needed, which is needed to be a normal and a good Christian because the symbol of the cross is the symbol of sacrifice. The absence of sacrifice. You see, those who, those who are full-time and collect paychecks every month, in case they are not aware, their, their position and posture an opportunity to sacrifice is already is already is already dented. So they have to find other things to do to really sacrifice because for them now what you are doing you are going to collect a paycheck after at the end of the month. So you have to find other things to do. They have to really work and overwork. 
Because we are all Christians and we all have to take up our cross. So when you start collecting the paycheck, you have put down part of, you have cut off part of the cross. So to put that part of the cross back, you cannot say you work nine to five. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean by you have an hour that you close? No, 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 no. When you are talking, you have to say you work from 1st January to 31st December. That's your working hours. Then you have a cross. Yes. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. You can say that I'm not working. Hey, I'm not, I'm not working. I'm, I'm sleeping. I'm resting. No. Because we all need to take up a cross. And the lay people are taking up a cross. Ordinary men are taking up a cross to make extra sacrifice for us to be happy in the church. I mean, look at, I'm saying again, Pope stars. It doesn't come naturally. They must have rehearsed. They must have rehearsed. I mean, sorry for revealing your secrets. I mean, it looks very natural, but you must have practiced. Yes. No sleep. Trying. Trying and trying and trying. Even, even the dancers that, you know, all the dancers have positions. Your position means something. And you see that the ones that I feel have really worked hard and are even stressed trying to minister something are usually further up. I can tell that these people are if they are even more serious, like we can't get it wrong. Because sometimes everybody turns like Yes. Matthew chapter 16. Matthew 16. So we have to bring back, when I say triggering the principle of sacrifice, what I'm also saying is bringing back the cross. Bringing back the cross. Yes. Who said thank you to Jesus on the cross? Who said thank you to him? So those of us who do something little, then you expect thank you all the time, thank you. I'm not appreciated. The only thing I get, correction. Do you get correction because it's, it's twisted? Don't like correction. You know, if you're a leader, pastor, shepherd, you have to learn not to work with complainers. Yeah. Anybody who complains to the side then you have a sweet spirit and a sweet atmosphere. Because there are people that you don't even have to correct. They would even ask you for corrections. Can you please talk to me? Can you please talk to me? There are people that I talk to, I don't even have solution to what I'm telling them. But I'm telling them, it's, it's like, it's like this, your, hair, your hair is not straight. I'm not a barber. How can I straighten it? So if I tell you that your hair is not straight, go and straighten it. Go and tell the barber to straighten it. Or the, uh, or what do you call the ladies one? Hair maker. <laughs> Go and tell the maker of hair to straighten it. Why are you telling me that? Why? So I, I shouldn't see if there's a problem. Oh, I don't, need enc- I don't need encouragement. I'll say it. Don't worry about encouragement. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I'll say it. If we are all in league and in tune and in the flow, when I say, you know, your head, the bow is not in the center. Then you are telling me that how do you put her bow in the center? How am I supposed to know? I'm only helping you to put your bow in the center. Don't worry, your, your thing is in the center. Yes. 
But when you have complainers, quarrelsome people, disgruntled people, non-sacrificing people, everything you say, there's a problem. There's a problem. Everything you say, there's a problem. You say, when you're dancing, dance straight, they come say, okay, I should dance for you to see how you want them to dance. Is it not an insult to ask that I should dance? You know I can't dance. And because I said your dancing wasn't working, you said that I should dance for you to see how it should be danced. I mean, what are, what are you saying? What are you doing? I'm only trying to bring my intelligence. Now you bring your time and your energy to perfect the thing. I'm only bringing my brains. Then I said, family, we are flowing and smiling. Yes, and smiling. Oh, because I don't dance, I shouldn't say anything about your dancing. I should leave you to dance. But you know I won't leave you. Yes. Don't work with complainers. No. No, 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 no. They have problems you don't know about. Yes. It's not about what you went to say. They have other problems you don't know about. Yes. Yeah. You didn't know that, you see. There is that. That's why your teacher, when you're in secondary school or primary school, your teacher comes and she's shouting at you. You don't even know because she has problems you don't know about. It's not about you. No, it has nothing to do about you. Because you, what have you done? Homework, you've done it, you've done this, you've done everything. She just can't, she's so grumpy. It's now that I've grown up, I can see that some of them were even crying before they came into the room. You just look at their eyes. Now I can remember. Some of them were crying. So when she comes, she's grumpy. See, the eyes have turned into, into eyes. She had her problems. The grumpy, moody. They were wondering, why? why is Miss so grumpy? Why is she not talking to her? Why is she not smiling? She has problems. Something happened in the house before she came. It's not us. It's not your homework. She doesn't care about your homework. Oh, she doesn't care. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway, Matthew 16. Do we read it? Verse 24. So when we have the army of laymen serving God, the cross is brought back to the church. The cross, which is sacrifice, sacrifice. The cross is a symbol of sacrifice. We are all sacrificing. We are all going out of our normal, normal life, normal things that we did to do something extra for God. For God. For God. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross. And follow me. Any Christian must have a cross. That is, any Christian and every Christian must be ready to make sacrifices. Must to make sacrifices. When you are very comfortable in the church, that means that you've not started living Christianity. There will be some sacrifices. There will be some things you'll be called upon to do. You can do this. Can you do this? Can you sacrifice for this? Can you do this for that? Can you do this for that? Yes. 
apart from, apart from, you see, it's, I'm not even talking about like your personal holiness and purity. That's even another subject. But making sacrifices for the house of God. Walking in the cold to go on evangelism in the cold. Late night. If you have a pastor who leads you late night to go on evangelism. When we close church, send that pastor thank you. Thank you for because, because have you not walked in the cold to other places before? To other places for other things. Yes. You know, people who criticize, they are so funny. There are some people criticizing a church that has gone on evangelism in the, in, the, in the evening, at night. And they are criticizing, and they ask yourself that those who were criticized, where were they going? They were going to a concert in the same night. In those flimsy clothes, flimsy, skimpy Attack. They were going to as they are talking as if they are talking as if they are in their beds and under their duvet. But you should see them. You should see Twitter popping. The first love warriors are out at this time of the night. They are doing this. They are going here. Do this. Why? What is it? Meanwhile, they they have dressed up and they are going to they are going to dance. They are going to do dance. The body music. Music makes you happy. <laughs> you have taken your cross for the devil. We have taken the cross for Jesus. And you're asking why. Yes. And the strange thing is when you see Christians also joining unbelievers talking. So when you, you go on evangelism, you've come evangelism, then your pastor says to you that, oh, no, you are not dressed properly. Then you are asking your pastor, okay, dress, dress properly for me to know how to dress properly for the evening. Is, is, it not, is it not a quarrelsome attitude? You are just a quarrelsome person. Ill-natured. It's called ill-natured personality. Yeah, so you can't say thank you. Everything, you meet it with a fight. I won't like you on my team. The last time I saw a team, they have sacked their captain. I'm sure he was, I'm sure he was one of those people telling, telling the coach that if you know how to play, come and play. If you can score a goal, come and score for us. You say, what, what can the coach do? He's like, to the side. I need a team that would uh, play peacefully. Peacefully and win. Sit down so I can see those who are sitting. Okay, yes. So sacrifice. Jesus is saying that any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. Cross is the symbol of sacrifice. Cross, cross is a symbol of sacrifice. So church is not exactly a place of super comfort. Thank God for the blessings of God. God will bless us. I mean, God will bless us. God will be, it's not a place of comfort. It's not a place to be tired of doing things that are tiring. 
Yes. Sometimes even when you have been in the church for a while, you will think that the pastor hasn't got new things to say. So why is he always saying this? He's saying it because there are new people in the church who need to hear it. Why don't you tell, why don't you tell those who provide baby food that your, your child has grown up, they should stop providing baby food. I wish I was an American preacher. I would have said, yeah, I don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. 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 People have babies. Yes, people have babies. They need to feed babies. Imagine that they stop. You said, okay, now stop producing it because my babies are grown up. Are you the, are you the only one? Are you the only one with babies? And by the way, when you was, you, when I said when you was, when you were, when you were eating the baby food, what did you do with it? Where's your sacrifice? Mm. Take up your cross. Every Christian, you have to take up your cross. Each one of us, we have a cross that we have to take. My cross is different from your cross. Throughout the Bible, throughout the Bible. It's only Abraham. If you know any other person, you can tell me. It's only Abraham that I know that God said to him that bring your Isaac. That's come and sacrifice your son. He never asked that of Daniel. He never asked that from uh, even Isaac himself. Isaac also had children. God never asked him to kill any of his children. He never asked that from Jacob. So everybody has to know that there's a sacrifice here. There's a role you have to play. There's something you have to give up. There's something you have to spend your energy and your time on. When you stop, you've thrown your cross out of the window. Meaning that you've stopped following Christ. This is his way. Say, anybody will come after me. Anybody wants to be my disciple. Anybody wants to come after me. Anybody wants to come after me. Take up your cross. Take up your cross. And cross is seen. The people who are well positioned to take up their crosses or to see that they have a cross are the ordinary men. The laymen unskillful, untrained people. They are the ones who really sacrifice because we are not trained for this. But we are offering some help. I said I have two points for you, isn't it? Second point. Second point for the day says that. So your seed of serving God, I think there's going to be seeds of sacrifice this year. The second, the second thing is that when an ordinary person, a lay person, gets the opportunity to do the work of the ministry, you get the opportunity to demonstrate faithfulness. 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 You get the opportunity to demonstrate faithfulness. You know, it's difficult to tell how faithful someone is. When they are paid or rewarded or they know the reward for what they are doing. I mean, like your company you work with. How can they judge your faithfulness? 
They have to pretend you are faithful. But we are all there for the check. Oh. Yes. We all say January is the longest month because of your bills in December. So we are hoping and praying. When will, what, what date are you paid? 21? 23rd. 23rd, 27th, 25th. I can hear different numbers. Yes. But you'll still be going, isn't it? Even if you have your last, your last 20 pounds, you'll still be going and tapping and hoping that this 20 pounds will take you to the finishing line. It will take you to the finishing line. You'll still be tapping. But you are not tapping because you are sacrificing for that campaign. Because of the paycheck. So when there is no instant like that type of direct reward and you are sacrificing and you are still attending to it, then we know you're a faithful person. Then we know you're a faithful person. When you still serve God with your tears and you still serve God with your laughter, and we know that's a faithful person. You see, a faithful person doesn't change. A faithful person doesn't change. Yes. When you're looking for a faithful person, don't look for a faithful person in good seasons and at good times. Look for a faithful person not in bad times either. Because someone can also be faithful in bad times because in hope that things will change. It's like, God, do, I'm doing this, so you do something for me. Look for, so what's the answer? When do you look for a faithful, if it's not in good times, if it's not in bad times, when do you look for a faithful person? Look for a faithful over a period. Over a long time. Over a long time. Never point at someone and say, this person is faithful when you've known the person for three months. Or one year. You just see the person in different seasons. How would they behave? What would they do? How would they behave? When things, when they get blessed, will they be there? When they are not blessed, will they be there? I mean, what, what, what do they do? What will they do? <laughs> so there are people who walk out on you because things are not going right with them. They walk out. They just was like, that's it. It's over. And there are people also walk out because things are going very well. Yes. So it's like, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> Luke chapter 16. Are you there? Faithfulness. You are going to be called a faithful person this year. Yes. Luke 16, verse number. Ten. What does it say? Oh yeah, I have a screen here. He that is faithful, he that is faithful, in that which is least, is faithful also in much. So you see, he, the person who is faithful when he's not paid for what he's doing, can you imagine what that person would do when he's being paid? The person who is faithful when nobody says thank you, or when nobody notices. There are people who do well only when they will be noticed. When they will be noticed. 
There are people who even do well, even do when they, they do well when it's like a solo presentation of them. It's like it's just them. It's like an individual, individual something they will do, but they don't do well with a group. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like there's someone who would dance well if we call him that just you come and stand here and dance. But we say dancing stars, then it's like, oh no, it's a group thing, I don't care. But the scripture is saying that when you are faithful in that which is nothing, that is least, it is nothing, it's not that important. That same person is the one who will be faithful when there's a lot. And when it is significant. And when it is important. The people will only be faithful when they are told that, okay, you, I'm calling upon you. We are calling upon you to please make sure that this is done. But when they are not called upon directly, they wouldn't do anything. Because they will want to take the glory. It's like everybody should know that this is my work. This is my work. This is me. But for group, no. Group, no. Group, no. So the ordinary person, the ordinary person proves himself faithful. Because there's no, he's not, he's not, he's not doing it for anything, he's doing it for God. He's doing it for God. It's just for God and for the sake of God. So he that is faithful in, in that which is least is faithful also in much. When you're faithful in singing, when it's just ordinary Bishop Richard's service, then you'll be faithful. When an important man of God is around and we call you that come and sing. Yes, but we must have seen you singing when it's just me coming to church on a Sunday. Yes, we must have been faithful singing. Yes. So when prophet comes, we can call you. Uh-huh. But you must have been faithful now. Yes. When it's just me, we all know that oh, it's just me. It's just, you know, it's just Pastor Richard who is coming to preach. Oh, no, don't worry, don't worry. Understand my point. Yes. Yeah. When we get to the wealth stage and we ask, when we ask, who is, who is the person who can sing here? We look for the person who has sung when there was nothing. Yes. Know that when there is an important thing, then you are now sending me text of message songs you've been practicing. That I've never heard you sing before. I mean, would you, would you classify me as normal? If I put you on the world stage at such a time, would you classify me as normal? If I want dancers, it's important. I mean, will I not call Eric? Yeah. Eric, come and dance. Yes. Because he's the one who has been dancing. Even on his birthday, he's dancing. Somersaulting in front of us. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm explaining faithfulness to you. Yes. You may not, you may not know. I mean, Eric, when we knew Eric, he didn't have a beard. He didn't have a beard and he was slim. I'm not saying he's big now. I'm just saying he was, okay, he was slimmer. Okay, very slim. Hey, you people. And he had some burgundy shoes that he used to wear all the time. Sharp, shiny burgundy shoes every Sunday. 
Yes, he's been, he's been there from, from IOE, isn't it? Yes, from IOE. From the first service. Yes, he's been there from our first service. Yes. So, so you see why I can say, I can talk about faithfulness and mention a name. That it's not about good or it's not about bad. But you see, the person has been around over a period, over a period, over a period. The person has been there right from the first service. He's been there. In the burgundy shoes, are they there? I haven't seen it in a while. Yes. You have some shiny burgundy shoes. I've never seen him leave the church and come back. I've never seen him do that. Not even for five days. I've never, never seen him do that. That I've left the church and then I've come back. Or I'm leaving the church and I've come back. Or I'm not, I'm not in the church because I, no, when I don't see him, I know either he's not well or he's, you see him dancing in Ghana. <laughs> yes. The person has just been there. in least. I'm showing you how you can you can, you, you get the opportunity to be faithful in much. Respect what is nothing. Respect what is nothing. Respect when you are an ordinary person. Respect when you are a lay person. Respect when you have nothing. I think uh, that should be it for today. Really? But that's still it. <laughs> the, the final point so that is three. Three is a, is a better number. Is that when ordinary people are doing the work of the ministry, they learn obedience and submission. When lay people, lay people, lay men, lay men, are given the opportunity to do the work. They learn obedience and submission. You know, it's, it's a volunteer who will say that, why are you shouting at me? Or why are you correcting me? Because there's no contract. There's no contract. In other words, I don't owe you these services. I, I on my own volition, I'm offering. I'm just saying, I'm doing this for you. So why are you why are you talking plenty? I say you learn obedience and submission. In it, yes, you learn obedience and submission. Yes. Dandan is not paid for what she does. But more than all of you, all the pastors and everybody in the church, she hears from me more than anybody else. Yes. And not to ask how are you or how is your husband or how are your children. I don't even say good morning. I start talking. Yes. I didn't even realize till somebody once said that to me that I don't say good morning. Yes, I said, oh, really, it's true. I'm sorry. How impolite of me. <laughs> yeah, I don't even say morning. You can ask her. You can ask her. Right from either this evening or by tomorrow morning, while she's at work, I'll start. My messages just start flying like this. Check this. Change this. This one. Who did this? Why was it like this? Check. She's not paid. 
Are you paid? No, it's not paid. The best you get is a few friends to sing happy birthday for on a birthday. That's the best you get. And a cake. Which you can buy from Sainsbury's. More than any of nobody hears from you or I relate with. Like I do say, yes. And it's no good morning. How are you? So, uh, how, is your, how is your husband? Has he eaten? Has he drank water? Has he, uh, has he drank Coke? I mean, did you fry an egg for him? Did, was his sausages well done? Was this? No, 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 no. It's our church. Yes, it's our church. Of course, at the end, I'll ask that how, how is it? Are you, are you being nice? Are you being good? I mean, yes. Or when she's reported, then I'll just say, sister, you better, you better let your hair down and get to work. But work. Work when there's no contract. Is there, have we signed a contract before? There's no contract. There's no contract. But out of it, she's learning obedience and submission. Obedience and submission. And we can see the blessing of lay ministry. It's such a great blessing, isn't it? You, at the end of the day, you, you, you gain. You gain. Because if your boss at work should tell you, tell, you tell the person it's not in your job description. Somebody said once, this is not in my job description. I said, people have ideas in this world. Though. I've not thought about job descriptions. This is not in my job description. I said, Wow. We all better go and check our job descriptions and see what's in it. Yeah, you have to see what's in your job description. It's such a great, it's it's such a marvelous thing to be given the opportunity to serve God as a lay man, as an ordinary man, an ordinary person. Do you have a contract with you for songs? How many songs you have to sing in a year? This, you sign the contract, you end this. There's no contract. There's no contract. Sometimes even, I sometimes even forget what they have to sing. You see me Saturday night saying that, hey, sister, you are singing. You are singing. And I can't. You see, one, two, three, four. Sister, go and lock yourself in a room and learn it. Yes. There's no contract. She just has to learn. It's like, it's like she's even happy. That she even be given something to do. She's even happy. Such a blessing that she even be given something to do. She would rather be saying thank you. Thank you for including me. Thank you for giving me something to do. Yes. Thank you for giving me work to do. Do you know one of the great blessings in life to be, is to be given work to do? Yes. Thank you for giving me work to do. That I have work to do. I have something to do. When there's no contract. And there's no job description. And you know the time. The time is 1.30 p.m. So we have to end. Okay. You know I can talk to you till tomorrow morning. Isn't it? Yes. So let's, let's take a break. And then next week we come. Okay. So it's a break. It's not the end of the service. It's just a break. It's a seven-day break. Or a six-day break. Let's take a six-day break. Next week when we come, remind me that we were on faithfulness. And then we'll pick it up from there. And I'll talk to you. How many of you are going to be faithful? How many of you are going to learn obedience? And how many of you are going to take, the big one is, how many of you are going to take up your cross? 
take up your cross. You're going to sacrifice. You're going to be tired. Tired. Tired for God. Tired for him. Tired for him. I've told you, I'm, I'm so happy when I'm tired for God. I'm so happy when I'm tired for God. It gives me such, I mean, it gives me such energy. When I'm tired, I become strong. Yes. Yes, when I'm tired, I become strong. That I've been working, traveling. There's a song, we'll be laboring, we'll be traveling. Day and night. Yes, we'll be laboring, we'll be traveling. You see, when I, I mentioned there's a song, you see, they're hiding their face because they haven't learned it. Okay. Yes, we'll be laboring, we'll be traveling day and night. Yes. Yes. They don't complain about their work. That's why I like them. That's why I keep talking about it because they don't complain about it. They don't give, they don't give me negative vibes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the vibes. The vibes I get are good vibes. Good vibes. Yes. Yes. The vibes I get are good vibes. Yes. They follow me to Nottingham. They follow me to Birmingham to sing. They want to sing. Yes. They are singers there, but they follow me. They've, they've come to sack all the singers there so that they will sing. Yes. yes. They give me good vibes. If they complain, I'll beg them. I'll say Sunday, okay? Sing on Sunday. Yes, let's sing on Sunday. Hmm? Sacrifice, faithfulness, and obedience. These are your seeds for serving the Lord. Thank you very much for that beautiful title, that seed of serving the Lord. Oh, God bless you. Yes. You see, somebody's using her intelligence. Man, you see, intelligence. Intelligence. You give me a title. Yes. Writing it, underlining it, numbering it, using different colors. I mean, or you can't see that it's making the service simpler, simple for you. Yes. Somebody is using the brains that God has given her. Yes. Tomorrow she's going to work nine to five somewhere, all the way to Friday or Saturday. And then Sunday gets the chance to do something for God. Yes. It's beautiful. Yes. God will, God will also give her peace in her life. There'll be peace. She shall not suffer from restlessness. Yes. There'll be peace in her life. Stand to your feet. There'll also be peace in your life. Because I can feel that you are having ideas on what to do for God. Yes. I can't feel the claps in the church. The claps in the church. I don't feel Why? Why am I not feeling clapping? I want to feel clapping, clapping, clapping. Happiness. Happiness. Joy. Yes. As much as you can, as much as you can. Yes. The seed of happiness. But anyway, thank you. How many of you are becoming mindful of the seeds you sow? The seeds you sow. How many of you are becoming mindful of it? How many of you have realized that you've created an atmosphere in your house because of some seeds you have, you've been sowing that you thought were good seeds, but they're bringing tension? Yes. And with your beloved. Yes. He's not saying hello, and you start telling him a story. You're asking him, where are you? What, what are you doing? 
Merci. Just be happy. Be happy people. Are you going to be happy people? Yes. Can you see when you come to church, there are times that you laugh, there are times when you are quiet, there are times when you are serious, laughter, yeah, they're all different seats. I mean, I can't joke all through the service. I mean, you will not come to church again. You say this, you say this pastor is a joker. Already, I have some people who say that I'm a sanguine. Say, if, if I am not a sanguine, if I'm not a sanguine, that the queen is not a royal. Yes. I mean, I wish it's true. That's all. That's the only thing I can say. I just wish it was true. Yes. Because all temperament tests I've done in my life, I've never even got one mark for sanguinity before. No one mark like this. So when they come to church like this and they usually visit, they say, Bishop Bridges, he's a sanguine. I mean, he really makes us laugh. I feel, look, I feel so encouraged. <laughs> yes, I feel so encouraged. But you've laughed, isn't it? You've laughed, you've been serious, you've had things to think about. Yes, they're all different seats. Yes. When you also go home, those of you who have been correcting in the house, so, so correction, so, so correction. Hey, no. Ceasefire. 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 Be happy. Just be happy. Okay. Be happy and you'll be happy. Be happy and you will be happy. Yes. When you are happy, you will be happy. Okay, yes. That is when you make others happy, you will be happy. When you make people around you happy, you will be happy. Yes. You'll be very happy. Beautiful. Thank God for the opportunity he's giving you to do something for him. I'll just say thank you to him. We are just closing off. Let's thank him. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the blessing of opportunity. The blessing of opportunity to serve you and to work for you. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you are here this afternoon. Somebody invited you to church. I want to say a special prayer with you. I want to pray for you. Somebody invited you to church today, but deep in your heart, you feel far from Jesus. You feel far from God. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This afternoon, you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, wherever you are, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed. You say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you very quickly. Just your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my life. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Thank you, Father. Father, we want to thank you for salvation. Thank you for your blessing in the name of Jesus. Let's take out our communion. The blood that Jesus shed
blessed, may every cup be blessed. The body of Christ. The body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Eat all of it. The precious blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now stand up and receive your blessings. Lift your hands for your blessing. May the Lord himself make today a turning point for your life. May the Lord restore what was stolen by the canker worm and the palmer worm. May the Lord help you supernaturally to forgive and to walk in love toward any and everyone that has hurt you in an unimaginable way. Amen. Whatever changes have taken place in your life, negative changes, I bless you to have positive changes. Amen. I superimpose upon you positive changes by the blood of the Lamb that taketh away the sins of the world. Be forgiven also for what you have done to somebody and how you have harmed somebody and how you have hurt somebody. May your sin never be held against you. Both your secret sin and your public sin. May your sins not be held against you in the day of judgment. May your sin be washed away because of your obedience to God. Lift your hands. The Lord give you peace. The Lord heal your heart. The Lord bless you. And help you to serve him with joy. For the abundance of all things. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information. Follow us on social media. Search for First Love London. On Facebook and YouTube. And First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.